You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now, Air New Zealand's hit turbulence in its latest books. The company announced its half-year result today. Earnings are down 38% to $185 million. Net profit fell by 39% to $129 million. The chief executive is Greg Foran. Hi, Greg. Hi there. All right, what's gone wrong? Um, nothing really. We've come off, you know, what was an exceptional year last year, and you'll probably recall that. Um, mm. You know, we'd been borders shut for a long time. We finally got things open. Frankly, we were scrambling. Uh, you know, we had demand exceeding supply. It wasn't that great a customer experience. But, you know, you're short on planes because you're bringing them back from deserts, etc. You've got more people wanting to fly than there are seats, so prices are high. Um, inflation really hadn't started to kick in. So, mm. you know, l- last year we made, based on the amount of kilometres that we flew, more money than we've ever made. So what you're seeing now is is more of a normalisation. Um, you know, it's heavier going. Have your prices come back a bit? Uh, domestically, they actually have come back a little bit, and that's a bit of a concern for me. Uh, and the reason for that is, you know, we're wearing about another $100 million worth of inflation in the business in mm. this first half. That'll occur in the second half. So to be, you know, really transparent, I'm going to have to look at pricing domestically. I'll do that very sensibly, but I can't ignore the fact that, you know, I've got catering up, I've got air traffic controllers up, I've got wages up. And as much as I'd like to be able to absorb that, I've got to a point domestically where I can't. Across the Tasman, prices are up. Uh, in the PI, they're up. Um, in most of the international routes, they're up, with the exception of North America, where we're now starting to come into a situation where there's just so much capacity out there, prices are really starting to that, come down. What's going on there? Why is there so much competition on the North American route? Well, um, I think it's primarily driven out of uh, what's happening with China. So there right. used to be six to 700 flights between China and the US every week. They're currently running at 48. Wow. So very that? expensive. Um, well, China aren't all that keen on opening up quickly, and yeah. so they're not rushing to get people visas and passports. Mm. Secondly, with the war in Russia, uh, overflying Russia, Ukraine is difficult for the US carriers. And I'm sure they're looking at it and probably making more money out of their t- their share of the 48, which mm. happens to be 24. They're probably making more money out of 24 flights than they were out of running at several hundred. Wow. So okay. they're not rushing to get that back, but it does mean they've got spare capacity. And so we're seeing that's some of that down here. So 28 flights a week to LA, Auckland, LA, is sort of double what we would normally see. Okay. Um, In terms of pushing the prices up, what are you thinking? Um, Well, be very sensible about how you do it. You know, I'm I'm aware that people in New Zealand um, already find our pricing high. Mm. Um, You know, frankly, when I look at what we do internationally, we're actually pretty reasonable, but that doesn't mean a lot if you're trying to get to Christchurch or Dunedin and Invercargill. So we've got to be sensible about how we do it. We'll look at some of the ancillary products that we do, and and by that I mean extra bags and pets and those sort of things. We haven't made decisions on those yet, yeah. But we'll we'll look sensibly at them. I don't like having to do it, but I am going to have to do something. Well, I've you're not just running got a charity, are you? No, and no. and I've got to a point where and I you do have a monopoly absorb. in some routes, so you can do it. Well. Yeah, although it is <laughs> it is open skies. Yeah. Anyone's welcome to come in, and Fair point. as you know, they do. Yeah, 
sometimes they they stay and sometimes they don't but you're right if i don't make a profit and and let's say you know we we come in mid guidance we've guided between 200 to 240 million for the year as I've shared before, it costs us a couple of hundred million dollars to buy a Dreamliner. Yeah. Hey, um, have you noticed that the government's not flying as much? I have. Yeah, how much? The numbers I'm seeing are sort of anything from about 7% down to 15 plus. Significant stuff. It's quite significant. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why, again, I've got to look at what we do domestically because about 40% of our domestic travel is a combination of business, small, medium enterprises mm. and government. Of that 40%, government represents about a third of it. So it's quite mm -hmm. significant. And they often book late, so they often pay a bit more. And um, if I start to see that pull back, and I am seeing it quite tight at the moment, I expect it will get tighter. Yeah, It makes us uh, have to work a lot harder to keep the domestic business where we need to keep it. Hey, um, so yesterday obviously was the big blow up with, with Auckland Airport and I've seen some commentary from some branding experts and stuff who suggest that this is blown back worse on you guys than Auckland Airport. I don't know if they actually said it's worse for you guys, but they have talked about how bad it is for you guys. Was it a wise thing to do to take a war of words like that public? Um, well, first of all, it's not just in New Zealand who are who are having concerns here. Mm -hmm. You know, you can talk to the organisation of other airlines, barns, you can have a chat with Qantas. I everyone is in the same boat here. And it's not a matter of us saying, you know, gee, we don't think Auckland Airport should spend any money. Of course we do. Mm -hmm. Our concern is how much and to ensure that it's affordable. And under the current regulatory construct, we don't have an ability to influence yeah, I know, that but what, amount I mean, what you Carrie, who runs the show, is one of the is a former Air New Zealand staffer. So you would expect that that you guys could be able to sort this out behind the scenes. What's happened? Uh, well, first of all, it's been around for years and years and years. Yeah. It goes back to the regulatory settings that were set up, sort of circa nineteen eighty five, yeah. and those settings made a lot of sense when between the government, central and local, they own most of the airports. In the case of Auckland, that ownership structure has significantly changed and. They've now got shareholders to answer to. And, you know, look, operationally, Carrie and I have got businesses to run, and so that happens every single day. But this is a pretty significant strategic issue for, for New Zealand. And, you know, one of the things we could do is is ignore it. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. Yeah, but why aren't you solving it behind the scenes, Greg? I beg your pardon? Why aren't you solving it behind the scenes? Uh, we've been trying. For over Has a year. the relationship so, broken down? So, well, to give you an idea, we've been backwards and forwards with them pretty significantly over the last year. We've used the same people who helped them with their original master design, a, a business called Arup, and and they've worked on a design and said, you know, this is this is good. What Auckland Airport has come up with, we helped them with this initially. We think we can save a billion dollars here, and Auckland Airport have said, no, no, we don't think we. That's possible. Mm. Now, you know, a billion is a billion. And and as I said, we're not about the fact that we shouldn't spend anything there. It's the fact that we don't have any vehicle to be able to say, gee, why, don't, why can't we work out how to take half a billion out of it? Why can't we work out how to take out one and a half billion dollars? Um, that's what we're after. And it's not against Auckland Airport. They're simply following the rules. Mm. That's why we've written to the minister and said, hey, you need to take a look at the rules of engagement here. 
Greg, thank you. Thank you for coming in. I really appreciate your time. That is Greg Foran, Chief Executive of Air New Zealand. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.